we are here we make change to your life in every way we expand on your mind so you're never the same the apprentice Hi, this is Dexter and Tanya Scott, and welcome to The Upgrader Show. We believe your life deserves an upgrade. Let's live our best lives now. Hey guys, what's up? It's Dexter. And Tanya. Hey guys, look, we decided that we will open up our vault of mm -hmm. content. We were looking at our social media, and over the last five, six plus years, Tanya and I have dropped some amazing content. And we feel that that content would be amazing for you guys on our podcast channel. So we would love for you to have a listen to what we have to share. Oh, absolutely. I'm telling you, when you go back, Dexter, like you said, we opened up that vault and we kind of made ourselves excited, didn't uh, yeah, we? we, did. we <laughs> Brought we some things back up into our own memory, right? <laughs> so we wanted you to, to basically experience the very things that we have been as we've opened up our own vault to ourselves. I'm telling you, you're going to find some information in here that's going to inspire you, motivate you, and push you into that upgraded life. Absolutely. So guys, make sure you subscribe to our channel and like, and please leave us a comment. We love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. All right, let's get into the broadcast. Hey, hey guys, thanks so much for joining me. Won't be up here before you too, too long. Just kind of wanted to share a little bit. Uh, some things that's even been on my heart. Um, I've done my own reading. I've been listening to some things. And even earlier today, it's been a few hours ago, I was just kind of led to, it was just in my heart to say, okay, Tanya, go share. Let's talk about this a little bit. And, and I'm like, okay. And then I've just waited. And I've even thought about it so much that I was going to even talk myself out of it. <laughs> like, really? Now? Seriously? Um, but yeah. And, and, I, and it's really something even for my sisters. And uh, I know you, can, you see my title. I said, hi, I'm Tanya Jordan Scott. That's a big statement for me, even in, in of itself. Love for you to tell me, who are you? Even just to say who you are right now. Even as we talk, I really want, I want all of us just to come to a place of really grabbing hold of who we are. Um, in life, we go through so much, right? We have experiences, but everything that we've gone through, all the things that we've had to deal with, the things that we've had to contend with, it actually makes us and it creates us into the very people that we are. Um, everybody has a story. Everybody has a past. And it's those very things, again, that creates us and is actually who we are. And I remember hearing actually Bishop T.D. Jakes say it. And he was he, he described being this little boy listening to his father come home, but being downstairs and where he thought he was actually going to really hurt, possibly kill his mother. And he remember hollering. And But the, the statement that he made as he told the story, he talked about how, but I didn't know that that little boy was T.D. Jakes. That was big for me. So for me, opening this up in my title by simply saying, I am Tanya Joyner Scott, it was with that reasoning. It was with that type of, of feeling and heart of just being comfortable in who you are, that you can say it with confidence and with love for yourself. So that's the first thing. So that's one thing that I want everybody to catch as you're listening to me today. Just who are you? Say your name. Put it out there and be that beautiful person that you are. That's one, okay? Now, 
Here's the thing, and I put the scripture up there, and it's when Jesus basically was talking to his disciples, and he basically was giving them some teaching at the time, and the teaching was in regards to um, unforgiveness, unforgiveness and bitterness, what to do with it. And he says, if, and he basically tells them, if a person comes up to you and they ask you to forgive them seven times and they repented and they really do mean it and they ask you for that forgiveness, that if they ask you seven times in the same day, in the same day, forgive them. How many of you Think that you can really forgive someone who has hurt you seven times in the same day, <laughs> let alone month after month, in the year after year, but in the same day. But those were their instructions. Therefore, they're mine. Here's my thing. Why did he use, why did he tell them? He said, they, first of all, what they asked for was faith. They said, increase our faith. Because he told them that if they had faith the size of a mustard seed, you see the scripture up there, that they would speak to this sycamine tree, telling it to, to be uprooted and cast into the sea. I'm asking Holy Spirit even now to talk to me about why did he say even casting it into the sea? So I'm going to study on that some more. But I just want to share this with everybody right now. And I want you to understand why I even say that I've had to have my own abortions. And like I said, I really want to talk to my sisters right now. And I want you guys to hear me and truly hear my heart. But here's the thing. We're carriers. We carry life. We have wounds. And we're so, we're so accustomed to carrying. We're so accustomed to holding on to. We know how to embrace. We do it so well. We have such emotions that really take on somebody else's issues even. And we hold it. Oftentimes we talk about the things that can penetrate and come into our heart. And see, here's our heart, but down here is our womb. I want you to understand this sycamine tree. The sycamine tree that Jesus used to give an explanation as to what you need to do. As to what we all need to do to uproot, uproot a thing up out of our being. Because see, that sycamine tree grows deep. The roots of it grow so deep that even if it's cut down to the core, that it still has the ability to be nourished because it has access and it gets access so deep in the ground of water that some of us and many of us aren't even able to get a hold to. But it can go down so deep that it's still being nourished by that very water that many of us don't even have the ability to get down there and dig in. And I'm talking about in the natural. This sycamine tree, it had figs. These figs were identical. Listen to me. They were identical to the figs of a mulberry tree. The mulberry tree's figs, identical, were very sweet. They were good. And most of the time, the only people who ate the figs of this tree, they were wealthy. It was the poor people that ate the figs of that sycamine tree. And those figs were bitter, disgusting. But they would nibble on it a little bit at the time. Then they would stop because it was so bitter. 
And then they would come back and they would nibble on it some more. And then they would stop. And then they would come back and nibble some more until they had had enough. How do we deal with offense? How do we, how do we deal with hurt and hurt feelings? Can anybody relate to me even a little bit where you go back and nibble on it some more? See, I had a situation recently and I nibbled on it. It's in my head. It was in my thoughts. I lay down to bed and I thought about it. Finally, I went to sleep. I woke up and I nibbled on it some more. And it was taking up residence even deeper in, in my body. Now, let me tell you the good thing right now. And I tell people my recovery time is so much better now. Why? The things that I've learned who I am. The things that I've come to really understand. The power that I understand that I walk in even in the mind. See, there was a time that I would keep things hidden so much. I never exposed it. I only kept it on the inside. I wouldn't talk about it. I wouldn't share it. I just dealt with it. If I did anything. What I would do is to communicate it in a way where I was looking for some kind of validation to keep co-signing on me feeling the way I did because I felt like that's what I deserved. I deserve to feel this way. I deserve to be mad. I deserve to be around here with my head, you know, just whatever. I just, I, I, I deserve to act and have the attitude of how I was. That's what I wanted. And I dealt with that for years. But for me to come here with you on this day, October 29th, when I just had that feeling come upon me on October 27th, and I'm coming out here to keep exposing, but not only for me, but also exposing for you. Why? Because I want you to get to the point of doing it too. Because I want you to get to the point of living your best life. Because I want you to get to the point of being who you are. I'm Tanya Jordan Scott. Who are you? embracing everything that has happened because it's forming me into who it is that God would have me to be. Why? His vessel. There's a need for me. But if I continue to eat on that bitter fig from that sycamine tree, all it's going to do is what? That's what's going to give me my nourishment. And, and, and I remember in my readings even, I learned that those people, because it was really the poor people that ate from this, it was these people who were oftentimes sick. And I want us to think about something. For those of us who ponder on the hurts and the pains, for those of us who get offended and we walk around with it, for those of us who carry this in the seed of our hearts, of our souls, the mind, the will, and the emotions, for those of us to carry these things with us, what does it do but grow deeper? And we oftentimes find ourselves in states of depression. We're ill. Our bodies aren't growing. There's weight gain that's even experienced. There's toxins that our body holds on to. And can I go even deeper with you? Oftentimes, those very people are the ones who find themselves also in poverty. What gets shut down? Your creative thoughts, the things that you're able to do, the places that you're able to go, the very destiny that's inside of you to be birthed. But it gets shut down. Why? Because of what I'm holding on to. This sycamine tree, the wood of it was used for to create and make the caskets for those living in Egypt. I'm just going back in history. 
the Middle East, Egypt, this sycamine tree. That's what that's the wood they use to actually create caskets and make their caskets. It carried the dead. I think about our guy. He is brilliant. As Jesus talked to them, speaks to us in parables as we turn the pages of the word. And when he's speaking to us and he's saying to us, if you want to know how to get rid of that, all you need is faith. And you're going to speak to it for it to be uprooted. You're going to cast it into the sea. Now, again, let's come back to the abortion. Why did I say Tanya has had to have abortions? I already said to you, for those of you who were here, you heard me just a few minutes ago. I said to my sisters, we're women and we carry. And I, here's my heart. But down here is in my womb. And I just described to you this tree and I described to you how the roots of this tree goes down deep and it keeps traveling. Therefore, it's hard to kill. It's very difficult for them to uproot this tree. It's very difficult for them to even, like I said, cut it off and it would die. It still has a water supply that it gets to. So for many of us, we find ourselves holding on to the things that have hurt us from being a little girl, even a little boy. The things that have hurt us from a friend. Come on, I'm going to deal with church hurt soon too. We, we, we hold on to things even from the church. See, there are things that keep by. Why? Because I go pull another fig up off the tree. I'm so accustomed to how it tastes. I get used to a thing. There's an expectation that I have to continue for this thing to be in my life. So I just go grab another fig from the tree and I nibble on that. And these things continue to go deeper into me. So it's even past my heart going deeper into my womb where I carry life. And it's alive within me. Why? Because I continue to feed it, because I continue to ponder on it, because I continue to think on those types of things. But I want to encourage you today, as I've been encouraged for so long now, as I'm being reminded even here more recently, I want to encourage you on today. I want you to know that he's given each and every one of, of us a measure of faith. And it's with that faith and we only need a little bit of it to just speak the same way we can speak to a mountain and that mountain moves. We can speak to these hurts and these disappointments. We can deal with the unforgiveness. We can deal with the bitterness that's laying down with, within deep and we can uproot that thing. We can cast it into the sea and we continue to walk out who we are. So there's some of us who needs to abort what it is that we're carrying. There's some of us who needs to abort the very things that's sitting down there in our womb. We need to abort those hurt feelings. We need to abort those people walking away from us. We need to abort being talked about the way that we have. We need to abort being talked about even from the pulpit. We need to abort talk here the, the people who make posts. You look at a post and you feel in the depths of your soul that that post is about you. We got to abort that on today. I need everybody to walk in your power. I need you to walk in your gift. Your gift of life. For my sisters, I need for you to birth what you desire. For my brothers, you, you actually, you give us that seed. You're such a giver in what you do. Be mindful of what you give. 
Make sure that you uproot the bitterness from your heart, that you don't continue to sow it over into your family, into your children, into your wife, into the work that you do. We got a responsibility. I say often, let's open up our gift of life and live the life as God will have us to live it. I want us to do the very things that we have actually been called to do. And in order to do that, we've got to come to a place of knowing who we are. We got to accept it. We got to embrace it. There's something I heard recently that even kind of goes along with it. Hope I can even communicate it just so it's really understood. Um, but it's a matter of, and I, my husband actually even just posted about it. If I'm not mistaken yesterday or day before, check out his page, Dexter Scott, but one of them, please share this tag. Anybody you feel like you want to hear and see it, because I'm telling you, it's time for us to be healed. We're not going to take any of this stuff into 2020 as we're here in 2019. You ain't got to carry it to the end of the year. You can get rid of it today. Come on, somebody. I need you to hear me right. Okay, you can get rid of this today. You understand what I'm saying to you? See, that's the faith that we have. That's the power that we have. What does it require? Your belief. If you're serious and you really want something gone, you call that thing. See, I had a travail moment even in here on today. Okay, so it, it was something I saw, but it was basically like there's a thank you. That's how it, let me put it to you in that way for everything that has happened in your life, for everything that you have experienced, for all of the rejection, anything. We all have our stories, the abuse, the molestations, the rapes, all of the things, the drugs, everything that we have experienced. What it is that we have got to come to a place of realizing is that we need to learn how to say thank you. And to say thank you because it's been a part of my process. And I had to remind my youngest daughter even on today as she's texting me in school because she was given lunch detention. On yesterday, the teacher wrote her name on the board and said she was talking. And she texted me and my husband saying I wasn't talking. She took a picture of the board where her name was written. She was bothered. She was hurt. But I wasn't talking. She says she gets to school today and she's in class. She calls me. She said, Mom, I need you to get out here. I said, I can't, baby. I'm at home. Daddy has a truck. I'm not driving. I can't get out there right now. I wasn't even dressed. I can't come right now. And she says, but, Mommy, she's giving me lunch detention. She gets to a class. She texts me. She says, Mommy. She, no, she called me. She asked to go to the bathroom. She called me from the bathroom. She said, Mommy. She walked into the classroom and handed me a paper. She gave me lunch detention, but I wasn't talking. I wasn't talking. Mommy, I didn't talk. I don't even have an appetite anymore. Now it's time to go to lunch. I said, so where are you at? She said, I, I just, I said, go ahead, babe. Just get something to eat. You'll be fine. She then sends me a message about 30 minutes later. She says, mommy, can you all pick me up early? I just can't go to her class. So I said to her, even in that moment, I said, babe, yes, she can. I said, see, what I don't want you to do, see, right now, even with everything going on, here's my thing. 
My thing in all of this is I'm going to take this opportunity not to let this seed come penetrate past her heart, going into her womb where she'll be a carrier of a thing throughout her life that it has such a stronghold over her that she's not able to walk out her destiny freely. So we're going to deal with this. I said, baby, you're not going to flee the situation. You're going to face it. I need you to face the situation. I need you to be strong. I said, I need you to be Morgan Kennedy Scott. I said, who are you? You're a blessing. I said, you follow the rules. You don't do what's wrong. You do what's right. I said, you have a beautiful heart and you are caring and you are so loving. That's who you are. I said, so don't you run from this situation. I need you to face it. I need you to go. I said, I need you to go in there and I need you to be respectful. I need you to do what it is that you need to do. I said, you're going to be fine and we'll still have a discussion about it later when you get home. I said, I love you and I'm so glad and honored to be your mommy. And she messaged me back and she said, I love you too, mommy. There was another message I sent her. I said, you can still communicate. And I think she's gone up to the teacher. She said, I talked to her and I'll talk to you more when I get home. But her thing was to go to the teacher and say, hi, Miss such and such. I wasn't talking. Although I took your punishment, I don't, I didn't deserve it. But I respected you by still going to lunch detention. And that was the advice that I gave my baby girl. Why? Because I refused. To let a sick of mind tree grow up in the depths of her soul over this situation. I reminded her, as I was just saying to you a few minutes ago, that the word also teaches us that all things, not some, but all work together for our good. Because we love him and we're called according to his purpose. And I release that to you even now. And that is why we have to learn how to say thank you for whatever it is I'm going through. That's how we also have to learn how to face whatever it is that we're going through. I'm not saying it's always easy, but I am saying it's possible. And you know me, I'm, I'm known for saying it and I'll always say it. Exposure brings closure. Ain't nothing like a good conversation. When you're able to expose a thing, when you're able to talk about it, when you're able to share, when you don't keep things on the inside, when they aren't hidden, they really aren't able to grow. So don't water. Don't let anything come into your heart. Continue deep down into your soul, into your very womb, my sisters, where it gets watered and draws life. But you uproot that thing. You deal with it. But always know who you are. Always be... Uh, proud of who you are okay be proud love her love him appreciate the mistakes learn from them teach somebody else give people the benefit of the doubt love unconditionally that's good Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me. I appreciate it. There's so much my husband and I want to do just to see people 
really be upgraded in their lives. So I pray that this message has been a message of upgrade for you. Um, we work with people. We deal with the subconscious mind. See, these things go into us subconsciously. I want you to follow us. I want you to stay connected. I want you to reach out. Okay? I want you to listen. But more importantly, I want you to implement. Because we truly want to see you living your best life now. And there's absolutely nothing that we would not do to see that happen. Love, love.